Hi, welcome to the Three Cheers Podcast. My name's Sean. My name is Jordan. And I'm Brad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so start with Walking Dead, because right now they're still making it huge. They're making multiple different types of shows on that. They, uh, what's Fear the Walking the Dead, one of them? Fear the Walking Dead. With the chick who plays uh, Alexa from The 100. You watched The 100? I've never actually finished it. <sighs> Alexa? The Commander? The first Commander? Oh. Oh, yeah. Alexa? Or Alexa? Yeah. What, what was that, like the main chick? No, the main chick's Clark, and we hate oh, Clark. Okay, <laughs> not a fan of Clark. What are you saying about The Walking Dead, though? Like the the show itself, it's huge right now. I'm still wondering why they're like fairly called... huge right now. Even the biggest fans are starting to get out of it. I'm just wondering why is it still called The Walking Dead when it's barely even about zombies anymore? It's just drama between the people. Once I mean, it was though... basically always about the drama between the people and the zombies were there. Yeah, that, yeah the titles of shows don't really matter. I know, but it's, it's just not even a zombie show anymore. That's what got people into it. The first three seasons were like zombies, zombies, zombies. Well, now it's, it's drama all drama. showing what humans would be like during the zombie apocalypse. Well, and also, how many seasons are that? Is that show on? What is it? Probably like eight now. Yeah. Seven, how many eight? seasons of a show can you really focus on zombies? After a while, you Good pretty point. much have to have something else to focus on. Yeah. Uh, people point. loved Negan when he first came on. Because at the end of the day, zombies aren't that interesting. That's no, true. they walk there and go, Ugh, shoot him in the head. Simple enough. But now they're already talking about bringing back that uh, that guy who was who cheated that who had sex with his like friend's wife or whatever. Yeah, he he was killed. He's coming back. Oh, How can he come back? He's dead. They there's all over the place. That makes no sense. I know. They already teased that to bring dead. him back into the show. Which I want to say there that actor does great as the Punisher. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that is the second best Marvel Netflix show they have. Yeah, with first is Daredevil. Daredevil, obviously. Yeah. First Daredevil, second Punisher, third. We don't talk. About all the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all, they're all bad. Just what did Jones you think of okay. the new season of Iron first Fist? First season, yeah. it's fine. The Iron new Fist? season of Iron Fist? Yeah, it's better you than the first, it. but not by much. Okay. Yeah, I never watched. That's it. how Luke Cage season two is too. Is better than yeah. the first, but not by much. I mean, I I I like Luke uh, Cage better than Iron Fist, but I still don't like. Out of all of them, it's definitely not up to my favorite. No, Jessica Jones season one was really good. Yeah, season, two season two was, was garbage. Yeah, it's just why did it exist? Nothing yeah. happened. What about what about the Defenders show? The Defenders I love the Defenders. I never everyone hated it for some reason. People like hated it. Stuff. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like it, um, but I loved it. I mean, it was very simplistic, and it's like, oh, the hand. Uh, but um, I don't know. I love the season. I never actually finished it yet. I still have to. There's so many shows. It's like how you, it's eight episodes, bro. I know. I I watched like six. Maybe I got two it's more left. It's eight episodes. I know. I, I, I the ever, last episode is one of the best. I watched six seasons of it, and then all of a sudden I get hooked on the Black Mirror, and that's when I got stuck too. Oh, Black Mirror is so good. So good. Oh my god, can we now make this podcast about Black Mirror? Only Black Mirror. Because I will talk about it all night. (laughs) This podcast is pretty much Netflix shows, but yeah, Black Mirror is really good. Yeah, now it's all Black Mirror. Uh, Hi, welcome to the Black Mirror podcast. (laughs) Modern day Twilight Zone is what I view that show as. I mean, that's what the show creators call it too, so that's what you... (laughs) But about technology, uh, I love that show. Oh, it is one of the best written shows There's of all time. There's so many episodes I love. Even the first one about the, the Star Trek one. Uh, that is not the first one. <laughs> it, it, Netflix, I thought that was. Uh, no, that is the first, first of the fourth season. <laughs> the SS McAllister is my favorite episode. I the USS McAllister. But um, the first ever episode was um, the National Anthem episode. 
It was about the politician and uh, some like terrorists. Oh, he banged a pig. Yes, that one. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. Which, which, if you think about it, that show is so good. But their first episode was some guy banging a pig. I saw that. It was a very good episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but like when you think of that, you think of. Oh, what show really started? What episode really started the show as the the phenomenon it is? It was pig fun. <laughs> oh, I, I I I couldn't help but watch it. But, but it was weird. Yeah, I was I watched that show chronologically. I got into it around season two, and um, the first episode I thought was good, but it didn't bring me in. The second episode is the one that really like changed my opinion on the whole show, mm-hmm. and was like, okay, this is something I have to pay attention to. I think of the whole show, there's only like two episodes I didn't really care. I have yet to see a single episode that I don't like. I've loved every single episode that I've seen. Same, I every single one I love. Uh, I don't care for the cartoon one. I did not care for that one. Uh, what are you, are you Waldo? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Waldo. the Waldo effect. Yeah, I liked him. I loved that episode because <laughs> it, it was very about like political climates and what can happen mm-hmm. if you follow a political figure, basically. And and how a lot of people will just will just eat up anything that they just will blindly follow completely something. stupid. Yeah, I mean they will follow anything. And uh, no, I thought it was a very good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the only episode that I've ever really seen like how it can turn people off from it because it doesn't feel like a Black Mirror episode to me is uh, Metalhead, which is the black and white episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. where uh, like it only has like two people in it, and yeah. like it just deals with like a robot dog hunting down a person. And, yeah. like, it is very not a Black Mirror episode because it does not have a complex plot. There's really right. no plot. Yeah, it is exactly. a girl running away from a dog, basically. <laughs> um, but I loved that episode. Oh, yeah. Just the simplicity of it. It's very good. And it was very, like, it was a thriller almost. Because, like, she felt constantly stalked by it. It was a very mm-hmm. good episode. Uh, from what I've seen online, people love the uh, San Judipero episode. I love it so much. And Hang the DJ. Those two oh, are Hang probably the, the most Hang favorites. Hang the DJ was one of the most feel-good moments mm-hmm. I've ever had in that show. Yeah. One of the episodes that I always will remember is the, I can't remember the name of it, but it was one where they had the phones and they had to like rape people. Oh, um, Nosedive. Yeah, that one. Yes, Nosedive. That one I really got into. I was just like, mm-hmm. holy crap. I love Nosedive. The so last scene of that is one of my favorites. Yeah. Where like they're just like insulting each other in the prison. Spoilers. They, yeah. They can. I mean we're gonna be spoiling Black it's, Mirror. Okay, completely. it's been out for almost a year. Like the whole show. Yeah, I mean like everyone... The new season's been out for like a year. We haven't really even talked about that one. Yeah. But well, But like the last scene is just fantastic. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> they're just in it, they're finally saying what they've wanted to say the mm-hmm. whole time and they're just yeah, letting it out of with each other. It's fantastic. Oh my god. Yeah. It was... And just as she was, her rating was just going down and down, and she's like, screw it. I it was just, a super uncomfortable wow. episode. Like, this whole wedding scene is very uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it was just, it just got me into it. And that's like, a lot oh, of Black Mirror, though, is that, like, they have a lot of scenes that make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it uh, makes your girl attached to characters. Mm-hmm. The first episode I saw was uh, Shut Up and Dance. <laughs> uh, that was a very that hard is, episode. That is what got me yeah. into the show. It is a beautifully written because episode. Because. Oh my god, that one was like at the beginning when he's handed the kid like the toy. I thought nothing of it, mm-hmm. but at the end of it, I was like, "That's fucked." Yeah, <laughs> no, that episode was incredible, mm-hmm. and it was so beautifully written because you didn't you didn't see it coming from the beginning. I mean, I guess some people could have, but like most of the episodes, you, you try to guess the ending. Most likely, you're gonna be wrong. Yeah, most I, of them. Yeah. Because especially the bees one with the robot bees. 
That was a very complex episode. Yeah, I was just like, I, I, I wouldn't know how that was going to turn That was out. like, I would almost say that that was the most complex episode Black Mirror's ever done. Was yeah. it, was, it, was, it was something that seems like it possibly could happen in real life. Because bees, we need the bees. Well, well it was like, um, that episode was almost like a highly technological spy movie. That's right. almost what it was. Yeah. And, uh... Um, I actually read this thing that Japan made some robot bees. And I'm like, do you not watch Black Mirror? <laughs> Black Mirror. I so. mean, uh, China right now is also has a social rating system, too, that they're implementing. Yeah. <laughs> so they're copying Nosedive. Maybe they're just ripping everything off Black Mirror. Like, maybe this is going to be a good idea. But no. they've never seen the endings. Uh, I think the one that hit me the most was the um, Christmas episode. White Christmas? White Christmas, yeah. yes, that one. I couldn't remember the name, but like, oh. Oh. Like, getting blocked in real life, that's crazy. John Hamm was in that episode. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's, that's one if, like, you're blocking also when you, when you see somebody, they're actually just, like, blurred out or whatever. Yeah, if you yeah, blocked yeah. him. I saw that, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. That would was. suck. I mean, it's just a fragment of his mind at the end, but that's yeah. still, that's torture. Yeah. Or oh yeah, it goes into like the whole ethics of also torturing prisoners too. It's it all the episodes have very real life. Or or that one episode where like somebody dies, you can put them in that little machine, like Alexa type looking thing, and they can they control like your house and everything. Like when that guy's uh his girlfriend. Oh, that was in White Christmas. It was one of the side stories of it. Oh okay. Um no, it was uh it kind of talked about how um a girl ordered the nest. I can't remember what it was called. Mm -hmm. Um. But it, she ordered the system to control her house. But what it actually was was a perfect AI. Oh yeah, yeah. Copy yeah. of her. Mm-hmm. So her AI had to do everything it was told, basically, even yeah. though it was a living, functioning mind. Yeah. But it was forced to do everything of what like her original self wanted. Yeah. And the original self didn't even know it. She just thought it was in a computer program that yeah. worked. That's just, just like that. That's the Star Trek one, where like the guy makes the clones of these people, and they think they're real, but they're just. Clones, they're not, they're just computers. Uh, I really like that actress in that uh, U.S. USS Callister. Oh yeah, the all of them were good. The mother. mother from How I Met Your Mother, and uh, she's in Wolf on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. I just like her when she's doing stuff. Jimmy Simpson was fantastic. The, too, the, the, very, the, very, the very beginning of the show, I got attached to the main guy because he was bullied at work, and I was like, I feel so sorry for him. And then once I found out what actually happened, I was like, Oh, he's a douche. Yeah, and then you realize he's a maniac. Yeah. That episode, though. Those are fake. They're not real beings. Right. They trapped a real human being in that game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it goes into the it, whole, like... He's supposed to be the bad guy, but at the same time, it's it's messed up. It's, yeah. It's yeah. just... It goes into the whole discussion of, like, what do you... What makes a person? Yeah. Is, is a computer grant... A computer program a person if it can think exactly like us? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the problem. Like, if that ever happened with real robots and... Real life, they put an AI in there, and then they actually think, they feel, they know what's going on, they know how to react to certain things. It's like, if you killed it, is that murder? Yeah. It's yes. just, it goes in that whole discussion of, like, what what does it mean to be human? Mm-hmm. Like, does it mean your mind? Does it mean that you have flesh and blood? Like, mm-hmm. what does that all mean? Same questions everyone always knows. What is life? Meaning of life? All mm-hmm. that jazz. Yeah, and I feel like Black Mirror tackles that a lot. Yep. That subject. Another good episode was that one where that girl went to a museum. And just brings back Black Museum. The, yeah, love that one. At that the end, the ending one. was just like what? Yeah, that was a great episode. Oh, I loved it. And once once they brought that whole the machine from USS Callister in there, just for a split second. Yeah, like, they awesome. had um, Easter eggs to a bunch of episodes in that yeah. episode. Loved it. Uh, they had um, 
Oh man, I can't remember all the ones. They had uh, the tablet from I cannot remember the name of that episode. That's the uh, one Archangel. Where, Archangel, that was it. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Archangel tablet. Um, they had multiple ones. I can't remember yeah, all of them. They were just the they were all in there. Just the whole time it was once once you got that little like that like keychain or whatever it was with like him suffering on it mm-hmm. just popped out. I was like, that's freaking cool. Oh yeah, it was very interesting. The whole show was good. Do you know when they come out another season? They're working on it. Okay. That's all I know. What I'm imagining is that um, the way that they did season three and four is they recorded them at the same time. Okay. So then they just released them a year after each other or whatever. So that's what they're probably doing. Is they're probably just recording season five and six together. Okay. And then they'll release six episodes at a time or whatever. So that's why it's taking longer. Is because they're probably just recording two episodes at, or two seasons at once. That reminds me of, you know, they come out with Daredevil season... Three, was it? Yeah. yeah Isn't it course. next month? October, October? six. Is it October? It's that fast. Yeah, it's very fast. October sixteenth. I think. I better hurry up and finish Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I believe it's October sixteenth. Yeah, it's very soon. And it'll be interesting after this if they decide to do another Defender season or not. Yeah. Uh, honestly, you don't need uh, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist show. I it's, mean, they're going to keep doing it. I know, so. but it's like I said from the start. You could put Iron Fist and Luke Cage in the same same show and call that Heroes for Hire. October nineteenth. October ninth. Nineteenth. Oh, very quickly. 19th. Oh, nineteenth. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I also read online that apparently, uh, um, Marvel, the MCU, was not going to be making any more like combined groups, you know, like Avengers. They're not. They're going to stop doing that. Avengers Four is the last one. We'll see about that. At least that's what Marvel confirmed. Disney I mean, confirmed it. they haven't confirmed shit until they go into their new phase. Yeah. Um, it's just, to, they have to figure out what they're doing now. Because they kind of have to redo their thought process mm-hmm. now that they have um, got Fox. Yeah. Because, like, now they have X-Men. Now they have Fantastic Four. It's like... That's coming out soon, too. I just saw... Uh, they the Dark just Phoenix? released a trailer for Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Apparently, apparently they also pushed, pushed the uh, release date, too. I mean... After Apocalypse, I really kind of lost faith in that X-Men series. I mean, is this Fiend, Dark Phoenix, is this being done by Disney having Fox? Or is this still... No, this was no, already made before Fox. that merger okay. happened. Um, it looks very good to me. So, I have good hopes. Because, yeah. like, I haven't lost faith in them. Like, sure, Apocalypse wasn't that great. But Days of Future Past is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Oh, I love that movie. Like, that was one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. So, th- I know they know how to make great movies. They just have to appeal. So, Apocalypse, that. sure, it didn't hit as good as they wanted, but they still have the potential to make a great movie. So, mm-hmm. I will wait and see with this one. I have high hopes well, for Well, I'll still see it because X-Men's one of my favorite Marvel groups. I have high hopes for it. I know that they know how to make a good movie, so we'll see if they do it. I know a lot of people are looking... Lot, some people look do, are looking good at this. Some people are looking bad at the Venom movie. That uh, does not look good to me. That, that's the thing. I that that's in the air with me. That's what I hate about that movie. It's, I love Venom, one of my favorite Marvel characters. I love Tom Hardy. He's one of my favorite actors. But I think together, it just looks bad. That's the thing. It, it people are thinking it could be just like the Fantastic Four, where all the action scenes were on the trailers, and then it turns out it's just like in the movie. Also, it's like, like ten minutes. Sony's making it, and they made the last two Spider-Man movies before Homecoming. Yeah, and those two were bad. Well, that's the whole thing about this Venom movie is that it kind of makes no sense now that the MCU has Spider-Man again. Right. Is that like, so obviously this Venom movie isn't connected to the MCU's version of Spider-Man. Right. 
Because, I mean, like, if you want to get technical, like, I mean, I guess they could change it, but in the comic books, Eddie Brock and Peter Parker were very similar in age. Not as big of a difference as they are now, if right. you want, like, compared to Tom Hardy compared to Tom Holland. Like, very different. Different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it makes no sense in that regard. So, and I don't think that they are going to be connected. Like, right. Tom Holland's not going to be in this movie, I don't believe. Like, I mean, I guess they could surprise me. There's rumors but that I don't think that it. it's going to happen. Um, because I think that this movie was definitely made for Sony and right. not for MCU. I'm, it's, it's up in the air for me. When I'm does not going to see it. Uh, Soon. It's I'll either see it. October or November. I know I'll see it. I'll go with you to see if you want. But, but I don't know if like I'm going to like it. That's the I thing. I don't know. I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying it looks stupid. I'm not saying it looks I think good. from the start they messed up when they released the teaser trailer and they did not show Venom in the teaser trailer. That's your first mistake. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know. I, I like Tom October Hardy. 5th. I haven't cared for anything I've seen in the trailer yet. So Yeah, and that's... What time? October 5th. October, that's soon. Very soon. That's, that's week. Friday. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go see it. I'm hoping it's going to be good. I don't have high hopes though. I don't either. But I'm just which I'm is just, a shame because I love Tom Hardy yeah. and I love them. But I mean, I will say this: they do make Venom look better than Spider-Man Three. Well, I mean, it doesn't take it's much. That hard, right? Spider-Man Three, that Venom looked like Spider-Man with a monster face. That's it. But that's, that's the thing. And you you casted Topher Grace yeah. as Eddie Brock, and he didn't even want to do it. Nobody wanted to do it. Sam Raimi didn't even want to do that movie, and that's why it was so bad, because he's like, I don't want to do this, so he's going to get this. That's the thing about this Venom movie, is the first two Spider-Man movies, they were good. Not Sony ones, the one with Tobey Maguire. They were still Sony. Sony still owns Spider-Man. Yeah. But, I mean, and then Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 were bad, so maybe it's like, there's good, bad, bad, good. One or two, the first one and two were good. Three was bad. Uh, What's his name? Andrew Garfield ones were bad. Yeah. Tom Holland is just the best Spider-Man so far. He's right. Hands down. I, I like this. I, I will say this. The CGI in The Amazing Spider-Man was good. That's it. That's it. Just the CGI. I mean, but that's not saying much. I know. Exactly. <laughs> that's just I know. advancing technology. Yeah, they made Peter Parker a skater kid. Um, I know. I didn't like that. He's the only thing that I'm going to say about it is that I'll wait and see. Yeah. I have no idea. I've seen a two-minute trailer. I can't judge a movie on that. Right. I'll wait and see if it's bad. It's bad. If it's good, it's good. Great. I mean, if you think about it, there's been a lot of movies out there where it's like trailers made it look bad, the name made it look bad, but it turns out it's actually a good movie. I'm not sure if you guys agree with I this. I can't name any. I of have movies. yet to see that situation. Abraham Lincoln okay. Vampire Hunter. That's a really that is an old movie. I love it. And it's bad. How have you seen it? Yes, I've seen, we watched it together, Brad. It was a great movie. It's bad. I loved it. It's not good. I'm trying to think of a situation right now. I can uh, tell you when the trailers were bad, but the movie was good. That's See, what he was talking about. I personally, I don't watch trailers really, so I, don't I try know. to avoid them. But some, and some they just pop up. Trailers most of the time just give away the good parts of the movie. Yeah, that's why I try to avoid. Yes, yeah, like yeah. the Carrie trailer. I know it's a remake, but still, this it's like people's first times coming into it, and they pretty much showed the whole movie in the trailers. <laughs> Although one nice thing about um, Avengers um, Infinity, Infinity War. War is that um, they didn't show any single member of the Black Order in the trailers. They pretty like much... I went into that movie not even knowing if they were there. They were there though. Yeah, and it was a nice great. touch. But like, uh, like that was that was a nice touch. Is that in the trailer they didn't show a single member of them, so it's like I didn't even think they'd be in it, and then all of a sudden they were all there. 
They were too busy showing every other actor who's in that huge movie. Yeah, because they want people to see, like, this is how many people we got in here. It's like, it's going to be huge. We have everyone that isn't Hawkeye or Ant-Man. Yeah. yeah. But that's the, the, the most likely they're going to be in the next one. I mean, Very few times does movies do trailers right. Right. Yeah. Most of the time they just give Sometimes. away everything. And one of my favorite movies, this is completely off topic of the movies we're talking about, but Dead Silence. The trailer didn't give it away for me. It was just saying, like, hey, there's a freaking... That is so old that I don't yeah. think I watched trailers back then. It, uh, oh it is so old, I don't remember the trailer. No, oh, movie is so good. Trailer, I still remember. Yeah, I don't. I don't no, I do not remember I love the movie. You've seen the movie yet? What movie? Dead Silence. Yeah, yeah obviously I have. I've seen it like four times. I just don't know if I've seen a trailer. Yeah. Um, I remember going way back, like if we're going way back, mm-hmm. um, I remember the trailer for Cloverfield was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Because it did not show the creature once. You didn't even know what it was. Right. When you went into those trailers, like if you just watched the trailers, you didn't even know what was happening. The only like scene that it kind of showed that, like, you, that you have an idea that it's a monster is like when they throw the... Like in the movie, when the creature throws Statue of Liberty head and it lands in the street. Yeah. It only shows that scene in the trailer where mm-hmm. like it's just the Statue of Liberty head laying in the street and people saying, oh my god. So it's like you don't actually know something through it. Like going, watching that trailer, you had no idea what was happening with that movie. Right. Even in the movie, though, they didn't really have yeah. a shot that showed what the creature looked like. Until exactly. like um, I think it was uh, like around the fifth forty-five minute mark. Yeah, but it was still hard to tell what the thing was. Yeah, no, it took a very long time to actually show the creature. See, it wasn't until the apartment building scene. No yeah. such movie that like where they don't show the creature much. Like that's what I, ruined like, Mama. Exactly. Mama was really exactly. good until they showed what she looked like, and I'm like, exactly. that just looks bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they, I mean, if they just barely showed her, just a shadow, a tiny glimpse of her face, we like a silhouette or something. Be, yeah, like we find the movie did freak me out here and there when they first showed her. I was like, whoa! And then it was like it showed her all the time. Parts of it were freaky until they showed what she looked like. Then and also, like, that's the problem with, uh, like, Mama was a horror movie created off of a three minute short. Horror movie. Uh, I saw yeah. that three minutes short, and that was terrifying. It was terrifying. Yeah. But you can't make it terrifying for an hour and 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> uh, you can if you don't show what she looks like. Because <laughs> yeah. she looked really stupid when you saw what she looked like. You're like, yeah. that's it. That's what this thing is. The scariest it's part of the whole movie was the beginning when they didn't show her, and then the little freaking kids. God damn. Yeah, I mean, it It wasn't that good of a movie. <laughs> right. I mean, I understand the plot. Most horror movies aren't. Right. You just, it, it's very hard to make a good one, I guess. Yeah. The only, I can't think of a good horror scary movie that was Sometimes like, freaked really me out. Besides Some of them are very good. Um, I personally loved the first Conjuring. Um, I thought right. that was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Conjuring was good. Um, Conspiracy was good. That's more of a thriller, actually. Um, Evil Dead. Um, Remake? I've, yeah, the remake was a fantastic horror movie. That freaked movie. me out. Um, it was very terrifying. All like mirror things um, slicing your throat. If, even though I think that jump scares are lazy, like mm-hmm. I will preface this before I say this, I think it is very lazy writing. I do think the Paranormal Activities movies did a very good job of making people scared. Right. Like I do think the story got really dumb, especially as it kept going. Yeah. Like. The first movie, okay, whatever. Like, oh, we had this thing, old family. They didn't pay much attention to the storyline. And that was fine, because it was a dumb story. Mm-hmm. And then subsequent movies got more into the story, and it, you realize how stupid it was. <laughs> but um, they were very good at scaring people. 
Like, yeah. I will never take that away from those movies. It's because they made them look real. Yeah, and it, it, it was very... I thought those movies were perfect at scaring people. Um, mm-hmm. They were not well-written storylines or anything. No, I do not think that they were good movies. Right. Very good scary movies, though. Yeah, I never was huge in the Their reliance on jump scares, though. Paranormal Theory never got really big into. The first one was fine, but after like it showed. The first said, one was terrifying. The like Shaw said, it got more and more ridiculous. Yeah, it just it got ridiculous, and then that took away from the scariness of it because mm-hmm. you were just like it was. It got to the point where you're just laughing. At the, the, movie. the best movie that's like that was the the comedy one, The Haunted House. I love Haunted House. That was yeah, and that, that was mainly making fun of it. Exactly, yeah. that, I love that because like. I never was a fan of Paranormal Activity. I was like, why are people so in this? Why is it so huge? And well, like, you're just probably not somebody that's scared by jump scares. Right. I, I yeah. can't. See, I mean, like, I am. Jump scares. See, the, the th- thing with me was, the movie that freaked me out the most, we, I just said it before, was Dead Silence. It wasn't even jump scares. It was just, like, I mean, it was kind of jump scare, but it was like, at first it showed her face just creeping up. You can see it. And then it did a jump scare. It had some jump scares, but yeah, I guess what so you're saying. Like, it, it more so built the tension. Um, yeah. The basement part. Where she's under the house. Yeah. That's the creepiest part of that whole movie. Yeah, uh-huh. and see, like, that's for me is what I'll always think of, like, the best horror movies are the ones that build the tension, build the ambiance, make you feel scared, even though mm. they're not doing anything. Right. Like, that's the best thing a horror movie can do to you, is to make you feel scared when it's not even doing anything. Yeah, like, the freaking the part in Dead Silence where she's coming down this long fucking hallway. I hate the long hallway ones. Mm-hmm. Every movie, the long hallway. There's, like, shades going over place. She's, like, she's, like floating towards you, and all of a sudden... Shade goes by, she's gone, and mm-hmm. then that's when a jump scare happens because you know something's gonna freaking happen. Yeah, and it's and like, um, like I'll kind of relate it back to like The Conjuring, yeah. where it's like when they do the clapping game, mm-hmm. that is a terrifying game and scene. Yeah, nothing happens. Like yeah. nothing happens at the end of that scene. <laughs> Spoilers, but like nothing happens at the end of it. All you do, the only like ghostly thing you see during that is like a pair of hands come out of the closet and clap. That's it. Nothing happens, though. Like, they go and look in the closet, there's nothing there. Isn't yeah. the girl, like, on the top of, like, the wardrobe or Is something? that it? I think that that was a different scene. That I don't was, think that was a, at the end of the game. I think that was a different movie, actually. No, that was in Conjuring. Was that in Conjuring? Yeah, that okay, was yeah, in Conjuring. Yeah. But that was a different that part scene. Creeped me out. Yeah, no. That was a jump scare. Yeah. But, um, like, the clapping game was a, such a tense scene because it was so silent. And the only thing you heard was the claps. But yeah. you knew something was going to happen because you're in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. But nothing happens. But right. it's like, I love like when a horror movie can make you terrified for what's coming next, but then doesn't do anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're just we're just testing you. See, so, yeah, so, I me, mean, I, I haven't seen an actual good, scary horror movie in a long time. They're very rare. Yeah. I, I, there's Dead Silence. There's that one movie. I still remember the name of it. Uh, they were in a house. There's like crows everywhere. The guy plants sunflower seeds around his... this. Uh, middle of nowhere barn house and the girl was seeing like these black fucking creatures the in the messengers? Room. Yes. <laughs> How did uh, you get that one? Was, it, it, first off, it wasn't good. <laughs> I thought it was okay. Uh, and Kirsten Stewart so that's where you went wrong in the first place. It wasn't a bad movie. Uh, it was fun to watch. Uh, it had a few scary parts. The last no jump scares. The good one I saw was probably The Ritual on Netflix. The Ritual? Never heard of we it. We saw it. It was... Really oh yeah, that was there. a... I... I didn't think it was that scary. No, not really. I thought it was interesting. It was interesting, but, but once like, you I showed don't know the... if I really thought it was that scary. Not because eh, once they showed the creature, it looked really stupid. It, it was like okay, this I, is stupid. I didn't think the creature looked stupid. I, I I felt like it didn't look scary. I thought it looked good. I like missed, the design looked 
awesome. I miss when I was a kid and everything used to scare me. Well, yeah, and that's yeah. almost something with growing up. Now it's like, oh, I want to see. If a movie scares me now as an adult, then it's a good horror movie. Yeah, and like that's why I, um, I think like of modern home movies, the scariest movie I've seen in the modern era is Evil Dead remake. It's because that was terrifying to yeah. me. That it movie is definitely... so uncomfortable. It makes you like want to crawl out of your skin while yeah. watching it. Like everything unnerves you in that movie. Like it's great. It's all psychological horror. Yeah. Barely any jump scares are in that movie. See that movie. I loved how scary it was. Me, I, I mainly because of just like the movie itself. I preferred the original one because of I love. I mean, I love, love the original, original horror movies. So. But yes, the the remake of Evil Dead was better when it came to scary. But the oh, original ones so are just scary. fun to watch. I yeah, love the I, I love the original. I Army love every single Evil of Dead. Oh like you don't, I love them. But the remake was just such a good scary movie. Yeah, it was. Like that's what you sit down and be scared of. Mm-hmm. And like when you're done watching it, you're terrified for the rest of the night. Yeah. That's a good horror movie. Very rare that you get that nowadays. Yeah, it doesn't happen too much. I, 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 I haven't seen a really good horror movie that scared me in like a while. Do you know of any that's coming out soon that might be good? No. no. no, no uh, I'll tell you right now, if you want a good horror movie, it's not going to be in theaters. It's going to be some random one they add on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to be the new Halloween coming out. You no. know the same actress. I mean, I've never found a single slasher movie scary, so... And none of them are scary. They're just fun to watch. Slasher movies are not scary. I'll watch the new one because it's like uh, homage to the first one. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is back. See, I've always just been more of a fan of, like, my favorite slasher was always Friday 13th. Just because I like Jason. That's just her personal opinion. But when it came to just having fun with the movie, Scream. Scream is my favorite slasher. It's, it's the only just, interesting one to me. Yeah, it, it's just it's a it's great movie. It's because Scream makes fun of itself too. And also, it's a constantly a like a who done it type movie. Yeah, because yeah, it's never, like you're wondering you who, who did this, who is yeah. the killer. When every other one, like you know, Jason and Michael Myers, you it's like okay, we, we get your story. You're afraid of water, and your mom wants you to kill. And they're nobodies. Well, yeah. and that's the whole thing. Is like there's nothing interesting about those movies. Right, it's, it's just, just kill. There's somebody there that wants to kill you. Yeah. There's nothing to figure out. There's nothing to do. It's just, I, I, I just like let's the, try to avoid getting killed. I just, I just like Jason as a character and stuff. Just because he just, in, he just, I just like Jason. Yeah, I and like, I, I respect those movies. Like, I won't yeah. take anything away from them. They're just not for me. Right. But I respect, like, there's an immovable force coming for you. You can't do much about it. Let's try to stop yeah. it. I, I, out of all the immortal slasher films... At least Nightmare on Elm Street makes more sense than the other ones. Uh, I'm very upset. My opinion. Those movies never the had... The immortal ones. Not I mean, do you want to, like, say supernatural shits? Well, like, I know, but... The, the <laughs> more Because, like, because, like, you know, like, Jason, he's just like, oh, his mom wants him killing people, blah, blah, blah. But at least Freddy Krueger, he's in your dreams, and people, there have been sayings that, you know, if you die in your dreams, you die in your life, fall off, you actually hit the ground, you die, blah, blah, blah. At least Freddy Krueger had... There's fun, funny... Some parts were creepy, and some parts were just like, whoa, that's a little too much. Well, at least, like, Jason and Freddy both were very, like, okay delving into the supernatural realm. Yeah. I almost feel like Halloween didn't. How Halloween was just... But yet, Michael Myers could not die to anything. The only supernatural part about that was that Mike Myers could take tons of hits. Yeah, but, like, (laughs) I feel like Jason, like... Friday the 13th Nightmare on Elm Street they were very comfortable with being like oh we're in the supernatural universe Jason was practically a zombie but Halloween films and like Mike Myers films they like tried to say that they were in the real world but Mike Myers wouldn't die to anything so like obviously they weren't Um, 
I think it, I'm upset with those movies that they never had a crossover with like the mystery team. So like the Scooby Gang takes on Mike Myers and Jason. There was a, there was a robot chicken they would just episode. Be murdered. There was a robot chicken episode. No, because they're the mystery team. They'll find a way out of it. I mean, there was a robot chicken episode where the the Scooby Gang went to go um, figure out a murder that happened with Jason, and then Jason decides to kill everyone. Turns out, it's, oh, Mister Whatever the Jenkins? janitor, and then he starts having sex with Velma, and then Scooby's head is cut off and on a stick, and it's just the. Sounds like an endearing episode. Yeah, but it's very weird. <laughs> Greatly written. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Robot Chicken can't write for shit, but they're no, just funny. No. I just love it. Mine would be a lot different. Oh, yeah. Obviously, the mystery team would find a way out. <laughs> no. Obviously. They're all dead. They would all die. Am I no. the only one that was a like, huge fan of Scooby-Doo movies? I love the Scooby-Doo movies. Uh, I... Zombie... Are you kidding me? Jinkies? Really? Like, the live-action Scooby-Doo movies were fantastic. He's talking about the live-action. Oh, live-action ones. Yeah, they were so good. I loved it. First one. No. They were so good. good. They were both good, first off. I like the first one better. I think that, like, I honestly think that they were very not well-received. But I loved them. I, they were fun to watch. They, they, they picked the they actors great. They were so much fun. In the first one, she says, let's get jinky with it. How do you not get on board with that whole movie? Oh, and it turned out movies. Scrappy was the villain? Come on. That was great. Yeah, I love. I adored those movies. I, mean, I watched it, them so many times. I mean, it is good that uh, the guy who played as Shaggy in those movies, he now does the voice of Shaggy in all the anime Since the ones. Shaggy guy passed away, yeah, yeah. he now does uh, Shaggy. Sean. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You're, dead. you're dead. I think it's Sean Astor. I want to say. But yeah, the, I love all this. Even I the think the casting ones. was done very well. Oh yeah, I loved everybody mm-hmm. in those the movies. The chick played Velma was a babe. Which like I don't know if that was casted right or not, but I think it was. Both uh, babes. Daphne was uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar from Buffy, which is definitely uh, a babe. Freddie Prince Jr. Come on, hot as hell. Uh, and he was actually he's actually married to Sarah Michelle Gellar so like Daphne and Fred hooking up it kind of happened in real life so yeah. like that right there I mean they, they show up on a lot of things like, who voiced Scooby in those movies I have no the idea guy who uh, does the... Scooby do voice Scooby in those he? movies <laughs> he's a real dog no like who voiced <laughs> this guy I think it's the guy who actually played Shaggy. Wow, I really messed up Shaggy's name. It's Matthew Lillard. Wow, you weren't even close. Who's Sean Astor? Okay, wait, Sean. I want to say that was his name in Scream. I'm going to go with that. Let me check it. Let me check this out. Okay. But Scream was one of my favorite movies of all time. Just because of, like, I don't know, like, the constant whodunit of it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Because, like, in the first Scream, like, if you've seen it, you never see that coming at the end of it. Like, you kind of see the boyfriend, like, mm-hmm. could be it, but you did not know that there was two killers. And that right. was so cool about that movie. I mean, the guy, you want to know who voiced uh, Scooby? Yeah. His name is Neil Fanning. Neil Fanning? He's not unknown. He's not very known. It's that guy. No, some random that guy? guy? No, that's some nobody. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm looking up the IMDB list, and it's, like, not even... Oh, there it is. Yeah, I... I I never, I love the the live action ones, but live action of what Scooby Doo? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, and the animated ones I also love too. Even some of them are stupid. Yeah, I, I mean it's a the, the wrestling one was one. great, but the Zombie Island one. Oh, it's fantastic. Will always have a place in my heart. Yeah, I mean I all mean, of it, it will. The whole it. show, like I watched that show so much as a kid. Oh my god, it was I, great. It. I I still go back and watch the original ones mm-hmm. where it's like it just. 
They were all just lost. Freaking Don Knotts showed up. Freaking Globetrotters. That, Everyone. I mean, it was cool. just so random. That guy did nothing. Neil Patty, by the way. Yeah. He, who's he, that? He's known for Scooby Doo and the Scooby Doo movies. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's all you should be known for. I mean, the original Scooby Doo shows the guy who did the voice of Shaggy also the voice of Scooby Doo. It's not that hard. Ruh roh. <laughs> you have to have a certain type of tone to it. I mean, I Ruh roh. <laughs> yeah, you don't sound like a real dog. No, you don't. First off, he doesn't sound like a real dog because dogs. Uh, yes, dog. he does. Dogs Maybe they're all just talk. high and they just. That didn't was the whole talking. thing. It was like, oh, they were high. Which, when I found that out when I grew up, I was like, wow, that is not what I thought. Yeah, once I found out Shaggy was just really high. And, and now it makes a lot of sense. It does, because he, oh, he's always eating dog food. He's eating all the time. Munchies, dude. Yeah. Him and Scooby, and then Fred's like, yeah, I'm going to make my like, two ladies here. They do dress like they're in the 70s, so. It, was, it took place in the 70s. Yeah, except for the live action ones. Uh, that show ta- taught us that monsters were always just humans at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the worst monsters are all humans. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't the first one that they were actual monsters? No. In and the, the movies. Mo- those, those weird, like, the problems? only, like, are you talking about the cartoon? And or the, the, the live action one. Live time. action, they were real monsters. Yeah. But um, the cartoon, there was only ever one real monster, technically, and that was the cyber thing. Oh, yeah. And most of that was uh, the movies the animated movies were always real monsters like that was yeah. a real thing yeah I mean Scooby Doo the Scooby gang actually showed up in uh, Johnny Bravo episode once that's random I know I'm just saying we're talking about Scooby Doo I'm just saying they show up in Johnny Bravo Johnny Bravo great show no fantastic no whoa mama. super misogynistic <laughs> it was definitely not for kids <laughs> no it was uh, very I'm, sexist and not yeah. for kids oh, yeah. on that episode I actually showed freaking uh, uh, Fred Tetel and Velma like uh, me and Velma will actually check the basement and then he just like winked at her so I was like we all know what's going to go down there my favorite show from like that time period was um Curtis Cowardly Dog oh my god that one episode Return like, the it should not have been a kid show because Definitely that not. probably is the thing that messed me up yeah that one episode Return the always yeah it was freaked. terrifying That's still to this day I tried watching it still freaks me so out. much was terrifying that I remember I I do not remember that show because I, I feel like my young mind tried to block everything out <laughs> but I remember like there was an episode where like um, the man of it the old man yep. like yeah. he was like evil Useless. or something yep. and like he, Courage like had to like protect like Uriel was it Uriel Muriel that's weird that I got that mm-hmm. um, Eustace and Muriel like had to like protect her from like him going insane yeah. and oh like trying to like kill them and stuff and it's like this is a kid's show. Uh-huh. <laughs> looking was, back... Uh, what is going on? Looking back at all those old shows, definitely was not a kid's show. There was, uh, it was not at all. I mean, it, it, I, f- I found out that like the, only the first season is when Courage talked the most. After that, he just made like noises here and there. But mm-hmm. The first season, he talked a lot. Yeah. But it was... I That was one of my favorite shows, next Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. God, this show, he, it's it. that just showed how much stupid Have you ever heard the... They're all be. stupid. <laughs> Did you ever hear the theory where, like, they're all dead? Yeah. And it's, they're in limbo? Mm-hmm. Fucked with me. <laughs> <laughs> made me view that show in a whole new light. Yeah. Because it made a lot of sense. Because, <laughs> like, why are all, they all just able to do all these hijinks all day and not go to school? <laughs> and, the, and there's no parents. Yeah, uh, there's no parents the, ever. The last, like, season or two, they did go to school. But only them were in classes. Yeah, no one else was in classes. No one classes. else was in classes. Yeah. Uh, they showed one character who wasn't part of the group at the last episode. 
And that was Eddie's brother. Yeah, and it turns out Eddie's brother is actually a complete douchebag, and that's when they all became friends. You knew he was a douchebag, though. Looking back, like he well, yeah, but but, but but you actually thought that he was actually gonna be protecting Eddie, but it turns out he's a complete douchebag, and that's when everybody who used to hate the the Ed Bowies, Ed Bowies, used to hate them. Now they're they're like best friends because mm-hmm. they fucking stood up for him. Like, hey, you don't treat them like crap. Only we do that. It's not that hard to get a quarter. <laughs> to buy a jawbreaker that was freaking massive and jawbreakers aren't even good they yeah. were huge they were they bigger than look delicious yeah but they weren't good see I was always a weird one who loved just Ed like hey double three I love Ed everyone loves Ed because you know I actually love gravy like I could seriously drink as much gravy as he could that's the thing that's I don't like buttered toast man. but I love gravy Love it. I could I could soak in a bathtub of it. So good. That's gross. Please don't. Anyways. <laughs> Not in front of me, please. <laughs> or in front of me. Your choice. Dealer's choice. I may do it in front of you. We'll see. But, well, what about the show Kids Next Door? Code Code Kids, Kids, Kids Next, Next Door. Door. Yeah. I never liked it. I got it. <gasps> I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was a fun show. I don't know. I just thought it was boring. Gasp. <laughs> and it's just kids being spies and it's just like they're smarter than parents. Yeah, no, I don't know. Not. I just thought it was boring. Yeah, I thought the premise was stupid. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just, there's never anything that brought me into that show. Yeah. The only show that I really got into around that time, like, really a lot, was Teen Titans. The original Teen Titans. Teen Titans. No. Not this not. Teen Titans Go crap. It had a very emotional story. I still remember the whole oh, storyline yeah. of Tara. Tara, Slade, uh, and Robin. Yeah, that no, whole... those memes are all over Teen Titans. Like, uh, imager and stuff like mm-hmm. you know I remember when Teen Titans was about something yeah it, it was <laughs> a like, lot of the episodes really touched on a lot of things yeah the whole Terra storyline oh, yeah. like still messed with me as a kid oh yeah because it was a very emotional storyline even the creators of Teen Titans Go know that the old one was better they yeah. made an episode showing that the old one was way better yeah but that one like sometimes it dealt with some real issues yeah like and know? like when they did that whole like story arc where Robin had to like be evil for a while oh yeah to, like, working for Slade and stuff yeah you had yeah. to work for Slade and shit oh god that... like, it was very like deep episodes I first saw that I was like holy crap Robin or, like no. when Robin was dealing Raven Raven was name, not Robin sorry well there's also um, Robin too. yeah I know yeah but when Raven was like dealing with her emotional issues in like the form of her other selves or whatever, like yeah. that was a very deep episode because oh, yeah. it dealt with her depression, really. Yeah. Yeah, or a lot of deep, uh, like when Starfire is being made fun of because of like she was like slightly orange or whatever. Yeah. And then she was like, "Do you have any idea what that's like?" And Cyborg's like, "Yeah, I do." And she's like, "Why? Because you're half robot." He's like, "No, because I'm black." And it was like, "Holy dude, guys, let's yeah. calm down for a minute." <laughs> no, that show dealt with a lot of big issues. That you didn't oh, really yeah. notice as a kid until you were. Yeah, and then on you it. like look back on it, you're like, holy wow. Yeah, that show. Was... And then you have Teen Titans Go, which is crap. Yeah, oh, yeah. but like that <laughs> Teen Titans, like the original Teen Titans, yeah. was beautifully written. Yeah, was... They're just newer cartoons, which is like, that's. I, I can't. I just can't do it. They're just so bad. I know right. I'm adult. I would like to still watch I was it. But say I, we're adult. Can't. Can't really I do still much. haven't fucking emotionally dealt with Terra's betrayal, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> What are, you, what are you gonna do though? You know. Yeah, still one Beast of the Boy loved her. Oh God, that relationship. Who didn't Beast Boy love really though? <laughs> no, no, he, he liked a lot of girls, but he loved Tara, and, and she betrayed him. Mm-hmm. And he was so sad. So sad. I miss it. I miss those shows. And now we're stuck with all of it. Now, now, now it's all about Netflix. 
Netflix yeah. doesn't even do cartoons. Though. Pretty much every single show I watch now is Netflix. I mean, have you, have you seen that new uh, Next Gen on Netflix? No. That's pretty good. Looks like a Big Hero 6 ripoff. It actually makes fun of like uh, like how people are addicted to their cell phones and always want to upgrade, you know, like the iPhones. It literally makes fun of that. It's like Zach Replica both robots. That's all it is. It's just about like, making fun of iPhones. I think people get off people about their being on their smartphones all the time. I mean, I I don't know if like people have to get off of it. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't. But matter. also, like, it is the future. It's the future. We literally have access to the entire yeah, world and that's through our phones. Great, but also people should realize that the world is also a beautiful place. Yeah, and you should experience that. I don't too. even <laughs> notice people really looking at their phone all the time. Oh, I do. Oh, I do it when they're doing absolutely nothing, which makes sense. I notice it all the time now. Like, like when they see I like when you're waiting in line at DMV, you see them on their phones. That makes sense. See, to me, like I've personally like noticed it in my personal life, because like there's so many times where like me and Maddie will just like lose ourselves in our own phones. Yeah. And like all of a sudden, like it's a half hour later, and we're like, hey, we're supposed to be hanging out, <laughs> but we were watching our but phones. It's yeah. the future. Yeah, and I get it's the future. Anything on and I will phones. never say that like we shouldn't have our phones, but there should be like limits. People have to realize that they there shouldn't be like universal limits or something. Like people shouldn't limit like what they can see. Right. But like people have to limit it to themselves. Where it's like, I need to look away from this. I need to be in the moment. That's what I try to do every day. Yeah, and that's stuff, what stuff. I try to do as much. Like when I'm around friends, like I try to like remember like I should not look at this. Right. Like it's here. Put it away. I'm with You're friends. Pretty much like bring it up, like like nowadays, you know, if you can't remember an actor or a movie, you just click up real quick, boom, that, that's all you need to do. Yeah, like then just put it away. Because but, like you're with friends, you're with a loved one, just focus on them. But don't, don't, but don't be staring at Facebook or, you Cause know, Because it, it's so easy to get lost in it. Because like all of a sudden you, you're in a conversation where you want to Google something, then all of a sudden you're looking at Reddit, and then yeah. all of a sudden you're looking at Facebook, and it's just like, then all of a sudden 30 minutes pass by and you barely said a word to your friends. Yeah. Or it's just like, you just have to learn like, don't look at it. <laughs> yeah. And that's one thing that a lot of people, when it comes to something happening in real life, I understand you, you want to capture a moment, you know, if you want to videotape or whatever, like, dude, you're never going to look at that ever again. Oh yeah, I never do. Like, I, I never understand I that. Like, I when I go to like, concerts and shit, and like, yeah. people are recording the concert, who are you going to show that to? Yeah. Are you going to watch that? Probably not. The only thing I'll ever take a picture of is if it's literally a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Like, like if I'm walking down the street and I see a dog with a cat head attached to its body that's living, oh, yeah, then yeah, I'm going to take a picture of that. Yeah, But if, if it's like, oh, hey, look, people riding a horse. No. just It's, it's just there. Yeah, like, there's like the little things that you take for sure. Like, uh, take a picture of like a moment in your life that you want to capture for a yeah. while. But like then put it away but, and experience uh, it in person. But, don't take pictures of the mountainside that you're at over and over again and post on Instagram. Who cares? Or your food. Experience it yourself. Don't yeah. take a picture of your food. Or when they like take video of something that's on television, it's like oh, you right. can literally go back anytime and watch that. Why do you need to have a picture of it happening? Yeah. You can literally nowadays you can record it, you can just go well, back nowadays and watch too, it. Sometimes that's very negative. Like if someone's getting harassed. Instead of doing a damn thing about it, people will record it and not oh, yeah. step in and try yeah, to stop it. that drives it. me insane. They're just like, oh, I gotta get this because, you know, the world's gotta see this instead of doing something about it. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's the whole um, bystander effect. It's like um, when uh, you go into a life-saving situation, like, um, if, uh, like, they teach you in a CPR certification that um, when you start doing chest compressions on somebody that, like, 
is like doing something or whatever, you need to single somebody out and tell them to call 911. Because if you just say to a crowd, call 911, no one will do it. Right. Because they have the bystander effect. Because they think somebody else will do it. Exactly. You need to single somebody out, say you, call 911. Or else nobody will do it because they'll just think somebody else will. Yep. And yep. That's definitely true. Yeah. Because everyone's kind of conditioned to think like, oh, somebody else will take care of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never really... It's just... With society nowadays, I... I, I know I do it too. Sometimes I'll be on my phone for constantly, but that's also because if there's nothing to do, that's what I'm saying. Is a lot of that's the only time I'm really like you're waiting for something or something. It's really have only one time I have my face in it. Well, yeah, I mean, but like the really phone it. is a great resource to like focus your time, I guess. Yeah. If you have nothing better to do, but, but when if it comes you're with people, you should just focus moment. on them. Yeah. Live in the moment. Experience things as you can. Yeah. And I was just save your phone for when you're alone. If I'm at a party or something, people are, I'm doing something, and they're like, "Oh, I gotta take pictures." I'm like, "No, just don't take a picture." Yeah, like don't just video enjoy this. the moment. Like, I mean, if you want to capture the moment, like if you're really having a great time, capture one with your friends, quick five seconds, done. Yeah. Then get back to the moment. That's one thing I, I, I hate going when I go on vacation with my parents. <clears throat> I'm always doing something, and they're like, "Oh, I hold right there." I'm like, "No, just hold See, right there." Like that's one of those things that I'll kind of like refute you on, though. Is that like when I went on like a I went on like a cruise through Mexico and stuff and like I took pictures constantly, mm-hmm. but then I can still go back and see all those pictures and I can kind of relive it. Right. So like those are the moments where I'll be like, oh, it's okay to take pictures, but like I was taking pictures and then putting my phone away and experiencing it. I wasn't mm-hmm. just living behind my phone taking pictures. Right. I was taking the picture then experiencing it. So like, there's just got to be that healthy medium between yeah. it. Because cell phones are the future, social media is our present. Mm-hmm. You just kind of be, you gotta be okay with that, the constant need for a phone. But you have to have that good mixture between experiencing real life and experiencing through a, a lens. Yeah, I still remember, you know, when, you, when we got the disposable cameras and then it's like, oh, you take a bunch of pictures, like, and then you realize when you finally get the pictures back, it's like, hey, hey, they all look like crap. <laughs> and now it's just like, one picture, no, one, one, no, no. Now you got filters and you can do it, everything on this. Oh, picture. yeah. And this, even if the picture looked like shit at first, you can make it look beautiful. Yeah. This tiny little brick this, this tiny little, could do so much. Tiny little camera is way better than those, some some of them, giant freaking like professional cameras that are like $600. Yeah. Which those can look good too. They look but, beautiful. But yeah, like our phones can do almost as good as them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, there's. And it's the future. fantastic to have that technology at your fingertips at all times. Yeah. And that's why we're so obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah, because it's amazing. It's amazing. We didn't have this as kids, us specifically. Like I was talking about earlier, like, I still remember when people needed MP3 players. Yeah. When do you even see those anymore? Nobody has Nobody them. Nobody has MP3 no, they have People their just phone. have their phones, and mm-hmm. those are MP3 Every players pl- as well. Yeah. MP3 players. MP3 player, uh, video player... Video recorder, picture taker. The you thing. can do everything with this little tiny brick. Well, yeah, it's turned into almost like at this point, you don't even need a computer. You have a phone. You have a phone. Your phone mm-hmm. is your computer. You can, can do, do everything, everything that a computer, computer can, do. can do, almost. Yeah. Like, there's little things that make it easier on a computer, but you can still do it on your phone. Yeah. And it's just incredible to me. Yeah, phones are definitely getting in the future. I mean, that I, I've seen something on Facebook. I mean, it's just... I know it wasn't, like, legit, because I haven't seen it on the actual commercials or in stores, but there's this little wrist 
watch looking thing that when you like like flip your wrist yeah, a little bit that. a little holographic phone shows up on I there. mean those are just prototypes but yeah but I mean I it's it, it, it's probably acts just like that laser keyboard or it's like you're about to hit the H but you hit every letter around it mm. and it doesn't work for crap that's probably what that freaking wrist thing is. I mean, it looked cool. I was like, well, what yeah. I mean, those are just like tech demos, kind of like, ooh, what we could have in a few years. Yeah, I it's saw, like we designed the right stuff right. I saw. I was like, eh, maybe. I mean, it's probably, it's probably just Bluetooth from your phone. Yeah. So it's just it literally takes copy. Yeah, it'll be a while until like that kind of stuff gets into commercial. Yeah. I'll uh, wait for the contact lenses we put in our eyes to do everything. <laughs> I mean, they already I mean have eventually cameras. it'll just be an implant when you're born. Yeah. Like, you want to scroll, you just use your mind to like scroll, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, eventually that'll be what it the is. The future. So. And that will suck when driving. That's going to, well, driving's going to be automatic by then. I mean, by, at, yeah, <laughs> it'll be automatic. And also, they could just, like, car companies or, like, the government could even make it so that all cars have a thing where you have to turn off your heads up display, basically, when you get in a car. Yeah. I mean, there's already a car, they actually a commercial for it. I think it was actually Toyota. It's automatic driving. It's the commercial about it, though. It's like, hey, Megan, pay attention to your kids while driving. And show a, a woman just, like, turning back, like, hi. And then it's, like, driving by herself, keeping in the lane. It's like, okay, that's not exactly a commercial show. You can look in the back seat, pay attention to your kids, smiling and laughing. While I mean, in 20 so. years, transportation's all going to be automated. Yeah. And then that's when they're just going to, just like clocks nowadays, they're putting digital clocks in schools now. They're not teaching kids analog anymore. Yeah. Everything's digital. That's like one of those like um, somebody yeah. said like um, a while ago where it's like um, the save icon on some web processor are still a floppy disk. It's <laughs> like a lot of people don't even know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've actually seen commercials or some videos of kids like what is this and it's actually a cassette. Yeah, and it's like what is this and where do you plug the headphone jack into? I'm just like what's that? Yeah, and I mean, like, there's so many things that the newer generation just doesn't understand because it doesn't make sense to them. And manual can openers. I mean, like, it doesn't make sense to me now, looking back at it, that it's like, yeah. oh, that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> we used to have to rewind, like, I, a I whole, actually... like, roll of tape yeah. before we sent it back, or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so weird to me. Please, please be kind and rewind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... But nowadays, if you want to like rewind back to the beginning of the movie, you just press rewind on your remote. It goes back and it's over. Oh, blue is or you can just the, skip to yeah. the front. Yeah, just yeah. see. Oh, there's no like such thing as rewinding something. Yeah, like yeah. a physical thing. It's just buttons on beginning. buttons on remotes don't even say rewind on anymore. On Blu-rays, you can literally just open the menu while watching the movie. And be like, yeah, back to that scene, please. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like it doesn't even make sense. Like in your head, like it used to be a physical thing that you're watching. Yeah. Now and it's all digital. Eventually, schools they're gonna like decrease how much they teach you because since we're doing di- digital clocks now, no more analog in schools. It's like. Well, so it's like also in like schools. I learned for weeks. I learned how to do cursive. Yeah, and no one really it's knows what cursive anymore. The only thing that you need cursive for is your signature now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even do cursive for signature. I scribble, I make a B and then yeah, scribble. Yeah, I mean, mine make doesn't make any sense. I cannot read my signature. <laughs> my mom can curse it perfectly. I'm just like, I can't do that. Yeah, I can still cursive because yeah. I learned it, but... But I'm not going to do it intentionally. The only thing I use it for is my signature, so... Yeah. And that's just basically, at this point, like, I'm not even doing my signature. I'm just doing my initials. I mean, cursive looks... I just do my first initial and last initial, and that's it. Cursive looks nicer, but it's just, it's obsolete. Yeah. There's no reason for it anymore. 
And it was like something that they taught that's like, this is going to be your future. Eventually, signature is just going to be like, hey, you're going to touch it and it's going to write your name right away. Just touch. Or you just touch yeah. it and it's like, oh, fingerprint. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I mean, eventually it was yeah. just open through DNA. This is Jumanji Greg. And you're like, okay, well, fingerprint. That's a very weird name to bring up. Jumanji, Jumanji Greg. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait until the day Random that, name. like, you don't even have, like, a physical card or anything. That's yeah. just like, you just, like, run your fingerprint and then all of a sudden here's all your data or you know yeah. scan the chip that they put in your arm <laughs> at birth <laughs> or just once we get those phone I mean once phones are done and just everything is inside of you it's just like oh we're all becoming cyborgs but I'll, I'll be dead by the time we get all that but uh, with science I don't know man they regress the age in rats so I'm in trials soon right I'm gonna die at the age of 70 I'm gonna live we forever can only hope no oh, jeez thank you I'm gonna live forever. I'd rather not. In the body of a 30 year old. I'd rather not live forever. We're about to alter. It's too long. Uh, I would love to live forever. We're gonna alter carbon this crap right here. Another Netflix show. I'm one of the only people that I know that I would live forever. Because, like, everyone gets well, into the whole discussion of, like, oh, I don't wanna see my family members die and I don't wanna see my loved ones die. Because, like, the way that I always, like, kind of propose the situation is you're immortal, no one else. Right. Not your kids, not your parents, not your loved ones. You're a myrtle. So it's like, then, like, you have to deal with, like, you're going to watch everyone die that you love. Yeah. I uh, would still do it. That would suck the first, like, two times, but after the third time. But, all right, well, yeah, minutes. you get numb to it, but it's like, I, do it. I, mean, I would still do it because, like, the idea of being able to experience every age of the human race is incredible to me. Yeah, I mean, seeing everything uh, well, change. Well, live the until the world destroyed itself. Which is yeah, coming soon. <laughs> but like that would just be insane to be able to see everything. Cause like I am so mad that I got born this age, even though I got to experience a lot, and I yeah. really get to experience a lot. I got to experience basically the birth of the digital era. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, that's my whole entire life has been the digital era, mm-hmm. and it's only going to get more insane as I go on. But. I got born too early to see the space era. Yeah. Because there's not going to be really true. any developments in the space side of things yeah. for my lifespan. It's probably not going to be for like the next 200 years until we even see like set up a different colony. No. I, I, speaking of the space part, just like the whole, the one trip to Mars thing that, that they're planning on doing. It's like, I guarantee, don't want to sound negative here, but I guarantee that first ship's going to blow up or they're all going to die on the way there. They're yeah. not going to make it. I say no, because is Elon Musk helping? They have gotten so good <laughs> at building spaceships that I doubt it. There has not been a real disaster where people have died during a spaceship launch since the, the Challenger mission, mm-hmm. and I, that was in the eighties. I, I know they did say uh, what was that um, scientist name who does that one show with the I can't remember his name, but anyways, Bill Nye, maybe not him, the other one, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He, he was saying, like, uh, if we did go to Mars, we have to go to a certain time. Because it takes, like, when the Mars is, when Mars is at, it's at the perfect spot, it's going to take nine months to get there. I don't know about that. It's nine, nine weeks, something like that. It's going to take a long time. Well, at a certain point, it's actually A lot longer than nine closest. months, or else we would have already gone there. It's right. It's going to take years. I, I know you're saying something about, like, it's a certain amount of time. Have you not seen the Mars? <laughs> I have seen that movie. But that was with different tech, though. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, he wouldn't have. No, it'll. It's gonna take years to get to Mars. I don't know how long. 
I can't remember. I can't remember what Neil deGrasse. Nine months. Said. I feel like we would have already gone there, but we I don't get, know. We gotta go save that rover, man. It sings "Happy Birthday" to itself every year. Yeah. That it, Mars is the only planet that is entirely populated by robots. That we, that know, we know of. It could be one couple of galaxies away. <laughs> Who knows? I. When it comes to space travel, I mean, I would love, like Sean was saying, I would love to see all that, but at the same time, it's like, I'm also one of those people who think that there's aliens out there. I just, I feel as if they're already here. This sounds really weird, but I feel as if they're already here. Oh, my view on aliens are different. Wow, you are actually right. It takes 300 days to get from Earth to Mars. Yeah. It's only like nine to ten months. Yeah, at a certain point. Why haven't we gone there yet? That's what you get for doubt. It's because our technology, because it, certain people have to be able to operate the system going there, and they need everything they need to be able to stay there. That's the problem. But like, I still feel like okay, it would take a lot, Mm -hmm. but nine months is not that hard to get stuff for it. It does take a certain time period for the Mars to be at that position. I think it only happens like how many years does it take for it to be at that position? All I'm saying but, is, yeah. why aren't we at Mars? <laughs> Where's our Mars base? I think they're still working on it. They have all those rovers all over that planet. I mean, they probably have like 50 of them on that planet now. They, they only tell us about like one or two of them that they're upgrading on and all that Did crap. Did you know but... that um, the rover only sang happy birthday to itself once? Well, I thought that was every year. Nah, it only did it once. Oh, that's so sad. Well, then the memes have lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same thing with when it comes to the space around Earth. There's probably thousands of satellites up there. How is not one? That is actually an issue that we're going to go into like in like 50 or 60 years is like the space junk. That's up yeah. there. There's, I'm surprised one hasn't fallen in space, fallen on Earth. Maybe some it, it, it happens. They just burn up. It definitely happens. Yeah. But it's not going to like, you know, cause it's like extinct. um meteorites come to our atmosphere all the time. It's just they burn up. Okay. They turn into nothing before you, yeah. before you can even see it. And satellites and stuff, they're too small to actually do anything. Right. So they're okay. just going to burn up in the atmosphere as they come back. Yeah. I've always thought that, like, because I just remember from Sims. Yeah. Once in a while, I'll yeah. out a crush on a person he's dead. Yeah. Like, no, I don't like, want Those really are just kind of like um, science fiction type things. Right. But it's like, if a satellite actually came into orbit, it'd burn up and you wouldn't even see it really. You'd see like a burning. It's like when you see shooting stars. Yeah. They're not actually shooting stars, they're meteorites burning up in our atmosphere. That's all they are. Yeah. Well, when it comes to freaking satellites, pretty much the only thing that I know that satellites are useful for is Google Maps. <laughs> and almost everything in your life but yeah say, google um, maps yeah. google maps the internet um, <laughs> yeah. tv your phone uh, pretty much everything oh i guess cell towers but i think cell towers also bounce off satellites yeah but satellites are yeah yeah i think cell towers they go to your cell tower then bounce off satellites without satellites we wouldn't have the world we have now but i'm not sure i don't know how except tv satellites suck <laughs> We still have one in our backyard that we need to take care of. But <laughs> I'm not taking care of that. <laughs> I will someday, but I'm not going to do that for you guys because I really don't give a shit. But yeah, that's a, that's a good enough place to wrap Satellites. up. We're going to wrap up now. All right. <sighs> that was a Three Cheers Podcast. Yeah. My name's Sean. My name's Jordan. And I'm Brad. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>